0: Make up your mind Decide to walk with me Around the
1: lake tonight Around the lake tonight Welcome to another episode of the Dazzlecast, episode one, actually, of the new season, our first episode since 2021. Um, A lot has happened since we last talked. Uh, We have a new champion in our fantasy football league. We will actually be interviewing him him later on today. That is Bergie's boys for all of you that that don't know that. Um, A lot of Vikings news. A lot of basketball been going on, um, and it's the middle of February. So, yeah, we haven't talked for a month and a half, like I was saying before. Um, Very excited to get the podcast going again and very excited to talk some football. So, So buckle up, and let's have a good one here.
0: Can you be so warm? Can you know what I feel? But it's the way you move your hands And it's the way you understand And that's the reason that I'm asking
1: So as we get started today, um, a lot of fantasy football news to talk about and catch up on. I will be sending out a a uh, finance sheet to everybody along with this link to the podcast. Um, we'll be talking with Bergie's Boys on his season, on his magical run in 2021. Um, the Bergie's Boys beat Lucky Lukey, and I can't even—I don't even know what the score is. I'll pull that up a little bit later during the interview. Um, we'll be talking. Our steals of the draft and our bad, bad buys of the draft. We'll be going through that here with Berge. Um We'll be talking about a little bit about next year, what we're looking at for players, um, who's going to be popping out, who's going to be drawing the big bucks next year. We'll be getting into that a little bit. Uh, let's talk about the Vikings. So since we last talked, I was looking at the uh, description of my of my podcast and it said, Kirk out with the Rona. Um, So this was before the Packers game, before Packers weekend, and the Vikings got destroyed by Green Bay with uh, Sean Mannion. Since that time, the Vikings did get a huge win against the Bears, and huge, I say that very sarcastically, about the worst half of football they played all year in the first half, and then they played pretty good there in the second half. I don't know if anybody in the field cared. Um, I think everybody was just hoping not to get injured. Of course, Justin Jefferson is what eight leaves ends the game with 18 yards away from uh, the Vikings' all-time single-season receiving yards record, and much, much, uh, much to blame goes to Kirk Cousins. Missed him on an easy touchdown pass at the end of that game. I think he threw to KJ Osborn instead, and then uh, Zimmer and Cousins team up to not throw him the ball at the end of that game. So Justin Jefferson's ends up 18 yards short. Good news is Spielman and Zimmer both fired shortly after that. I think it was a day or two after and Quesi, I'm not even going to try to say his last name from the Browns has come on to be the GM and Kevin O'Connell soon to be announced to be the head coach of the Vikings. So very excited about some young blood coming in uh, young coach, young GM, new ideas i don't know if it's going to work or not so i know i've got to tell myself to be cautious about that but i'll tell you what i'm awfully excited to get away from the whole zim spielman malaise that's been the last you know especially the last four years um it's just been a a train wreck i hope they move on from cousins we'll see if that actually happens or not I, i think the market is actually going to be pretty big for kirk um so they should be able to get some draft picks and Um, if they want to, and I, and I hope they do want to, because they're also in salary cap jail and they're going to need to make some, some big moves here to get underneath that. Um, but a new era for, for the Vikings and the big news last week before, I think they kind of, I shouldn't say they settled on Kevin O'Connell because I think they, they wanted Kevin O'Connell from the beginning. And by the way, my dream of, uh, O'Connell becoming the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings is, has been uh, completed. And so mark that one off the bucket list. If they sell head coaching jerseys with Connell O'Connell on the back, I'm going to definitely buy one, but I don't think they have head coaching jerseys. So we'll have to see how that goes. Anyway, um, big news last week. I think Jim Harbaugh was actually brought in for an interview. And that had been rumored even the weekend before. So the last week of January, I think it was. Uh, Jim Harbaugh was rumored to be interested in the job at first glance about Jim Harbaugh I was totally against it I did not want Harbaugh I thought he'd be just a butthead as a coach not saying he wouldn't have been but um Alex Boone and the the Purple Daily podcast talked me into Jim Harbaugh becoming the coach of the Vikings I was all in on it he comes in for the interview on Wednesday and then he goes home and says he's going to coach Michigan and never try for an NFL job again, which I know is a lie. But uh was finally sold on Harbaugh, finally on board with that, and then in typical Vikings fashion, they pull that uh rug underneath me and they go with O'Connell. And 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 now that now that the dust has settled with that too, um, I'm glad O'Connell's the coach. I'm excited about the the prospect of him for a lot of good things about him, kind of McFay. The tall McVay is what they call him in LA, I guess. Um, so if he's associated with McVay and he's compared to McVay, I'm all for that right now. I, I think that's kind of the the change they need, the, the fresh pace they need. And I think uh, Kwesi is kind of a, a very much change of pace from Rick too. So I'm uh, very excited about both those guys coming on board. Excited about the off season, which every Vikings fans always excited about the off season. Just uh, hopefully some, a new direction, a good direction, um, maybe a, a direction at quarterback, maybe some changes at quarterback, and uh, we'll see what happens. In other sports news, uh, baseball front, I know there's a baseball lockout going on. Where I, I didn't know it until yesterday, I guess. Um, so I wonder if that season will be getting delayed. The Timberwolves, I can actually talk about them. They were playing really well until last night. They lost to the Kings which any really good team wouldn't be losing to the Kings but the Timberwolves lost to the Kings. Um I think All-Star break is maybe All-Star break for the NBA's got to be coming up. James Harden just got traded here a little while ago to the uh the 76ers for Ben Simmons. Um so that's a kind of a that's kind of a big trade. I the 76ers with Harden and Embiid and Tobias Harris and some of those guys could be a could be a really good team, especially especially I don't think Simmons has even been playing this year. So um, so the fact that they get Harden over basically nobody who's been playing is going to be a huge lift to that team. So that'll be interesting to watch the Harden at the 76 years with Embiid. Um, Olympics is going on right now. I know the, the U.S. started out really slow from a medal count. I know I'm talking I'm talking about the Olympics, everybody. Um, started picking up a little bit yesterday. I know Chloe Kim, I believe, won gold medal in halfpipe. Pipe. Um, Nathan Chen won gold medal in uh, men's figure skating, and then there was another gold medal won yesterday by the US. And I can't remember it was some it was a team, like a freestyle ski scheme team or something like that. Um, so, good news there from the US, especially after Mikhail Shiffrin. I think she waxed it on both the giant slalom and just the normal slalom, um, which was, I felt bad for her. I think her dad just passed away actually, was it last year, maybe two years ago um, since the last Olympics? And so she's dealing with her set of issues, I think. And I hope she can uh, do well on the downhill. I, I like her, and I think she does a good job. And uh, hopefully, she can she can find it there at the end of the downhill uh, race here later next week. I think it is. Uh, USA Hockey just started today. They beat China eight to nothing. I don't think I know one guy in that USA Hockey team. I don't think there's any NHL players this year um, due to COVID reasons. Maybe they didn't want to risk getting infected or having to quarantine or things like that. Um, so I think it's I think it's college guys again this year. But uh US beat China eight to nothing. But I saw they're in the same pool with Canada. So we'll see how that goes. I know they've got Germany too, so we'll see if uh the US can make it onto the medal round. Um other news, Sioux Falls Christian basketball. They have whole Western Christian tonight. That's gonna be interesting. Western Christian, I think, is the number one team in this, the state of Iowa for whatever conference or whatever division they're in 2A, either 2A or 3. I think it's 2A. Um, so they're, I think they beat us last year and I think they returned everybody from last year. So it could be ugly tonight from a men's basketball standpoint. But, uh, the girls continue to play well. I think they've only lost three times this year. Um, they're steadily kind of moving up the rankings a little bit. They've got a good team, a good new coach. Um, so they're they a fun team to watch. The boys are fun to watch too. I mean, it's just they've had some ups and downs and their share of struggles. So, um, and yeah, the boys are getting ready for baseball, which is weird to say in the, the middle of winter. It's been a good week. Um, 50s this week. I know it's a little cooler and cloudier and rainier today, but, um it's it's honestly it was cold last week. Felt like winter last week, but this week it felt a little bit more like spring, and so hopefully hopefully we got the spring to come up and um and yeah, good weather ahead. Super Bowl. We haven't even talked about the Super Bowl. Uh the Bengals versus the Rams. Which a month ago, I don't think I would ever guess the Bengals versus the Rams in the Super Bowl. Uh, Joe Burrow is absolutely everything I want in a quarterback. Everything I want in a franchise quarterback. Uh, Cincinnati's awfully, should feel awfully lucky that they, they got him to QB. Uh, they should also feel lucky about drafting Jamar Chase over Penny Sewell last year. Penny Sewell, don't get me wrong. I think it's going to be a great tackle for the Lions, um, but Jamar Chase is just, he's just a game changer for them. And so, Teaming him up with Burrow has just been huge for that team and 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 big enough to, to get them to a Super Bowl. You know, with very little on the offensive line, not a great defense, if you ask me. Um, but just a great quarterback and a great receiver, very good running back. Um, and I think they could win it. I think they could I think they could really win this Super Bowl. You know, the Rams, they've gone all in. I don't think they've got any draft picks for the next three years between trading for Stafford and Von Miller. Um, you know they're going to be in a salary cap crunch here very shortly, but this is how you go all in. If, if you go all in and make it to Super Bowl, it's worth going all in and getting all those guys, OBJ, um, all those guys, and so. They've got a good team, and they could easily win it, too. I think it's going to be a great game. It's been a great playoffs, you know, other than the wild card round. Um, but Bengals, Rams, Sunday, February 13th. That's weird to say, February 13th for the Super Bowl. That's awfully late with that new – with that extra game, and I think there's an extra extra round of the playoffs, too. So um, that'll be interesting to see that game. And then what else do we got? I feel like I'm missing something. I'll get to what I've been – I'll get to all the things I've been watching later on in the episode. Um, But for now, let's get ready to talk to the champion, Eric Vandenberg and Birdies Boys. Burgie. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Are, are you in a meeting room or are you at home?
0: Oh, well, I'm in a meeting room. Hold on one second. I got to get this case off my phone.
1: Okay. <laughs> Difficult. This, this, will be, this will be great for the podcast. Ho- hopefully, I can edit this out.
0: <laughs> Is it all re- already recording?
1: Oh, yeah, we're recording. Mm-hmm. But I can, I can edit. Don't worry. I'll edit. All right. There we go. All right. Here we are. Special. Super Bowl edition of the Dazzle Cast. I've got uh, two time champion now, Eric Vandenberg, on with us. The Bergies Boys, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing excellent, Mr. Connell. Two time champion. I like the
1: ring of that. Uh, you're one of well, just maybe a handful of people that have won multiple. Uh, Brandon, on of all people. Uh, trying to think closer. It's not. Are you still there? Can you hear me? I can now. Whoa. You were you were quiet there for a little bit.
0: Oh, sorry. I don't know what happened.
1: I think as soon as you started talking, you said it's it's something.
0: Yeah, no, that you know, being a two time champion, I was just saying it's it doesn't happen. It's not just a fluke. Uh, There's a lot of time (laughs) and effort that goes into the off season, (laughs) the training, the prep work. You know, the Uh... late nights during the season, watching film. Like it's a legit thing, dude. The strategy so, and the draft, like, I, I can't tell you how much work goes into it to be a two-time champion.
1: Yeah, uh, so let, let's talk a little bit about – well, let's let's start with this. Can you read all the congratulatory texts you got from people um, after your big win on – when was it? Early January.
0: You know, some people just got to be haters, Connell. I can't help what they do or not. I'll, I'm
1: going to read some of the texts that I got in the days coming up to the draft. Okay. Um, This is from an anonymous source. I hope anybody but Bergie wins this thing. Another text was, I'm going to leave the league if Bergie wins the championship. Another text. Connell, you run a crappy league if Bergie wins this thing. (laughs) So you didn't get any congratulatory texts?
0: I don't know that I – I don't remember <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: It
0: was very few. <laughs> <laughs> kind of feel like the Yankees right now. Like, y- y- you can do it well, but they just don't appreciate
1: it. So do you even re- remember anything coming up – it's been so long since it's, – it's been a month since, I think, the championship game. Do you even remember anything coming up to this thing? Like oh. your team or – the the week before, I
0: can remember uh, not being happy with myself. Was it Connor or somebody? I forgot to like. I was legitimately trying, and then somehow he didn't play that game, and I was gonna be so pissed if I lost a brother. Oh,
1: I do remember that. I, was that was that the playoffs, think. or was that uh, uh, was that the last part of the regular season?
0: No, I think that was the game before the championship. I beat Brent. Because then, yeah, that Monday night, <laughs> he never went off for me, and I still end up winning.
1: I got oh. a few points from
0: Brent that night.
1: Yeah, I think I remember that vaguely. Brent, Brent is kind of beside himself after this playoff. He, uh, he was hoping to get his first championship. Oh, you won 129 to 113. Oh, <laughs> that was the Dak Prescott game. Yeah. When uh, Dak went – sorry, and that's my – that's bear in the background there with his squeaky toy, of course, but um, Brent was beating you pretty good going into that Sunday night game. You started Connor, who had zero points. I don't think – he didn't play, did he?
0: No, that's just it. I didn't notice it. They pulled him right before the game, and I wasn't on top of it enough. (laughs) I was down one man. (laughs)
1: Oh. And then Dak goes off for forty points and gets you the the victory and and into the championship round. You yep. so know that that was the game. You know, no offense to Luke or anything, but I think his his championship game. If I'm looking right here. You he won one eleven to eighty seven point five, and he I think he had Antonio Brown in his lineup. It was that dire for Lucky Lukey. Yeah. And either that was the game where Antonio Brown walked off the field. No, he didn't even play that game. Oh, no, that was the game. Was that? Yeah, that was against the Jets because Tom Brady had – he had 33 of his 87.5 points. And uh, Antonio Brown had 3.5 points before he threw off his jersey and walked off the field, so (laughs) – but, yeah, big win. Good win, too, man.
0: Yeah, I thought I was pretty pretty consistent. I mean, you, your favorite player,
1: Andrews, all year. Oh, don't even start with Andrews. <laughs> you know, there, there's going to be some guys that I go after pretty hard next year just so I don't have to face them again. I don't care if they get hurt and do nothing for me. Andrews is one of them.
0: Yeah, he had your number for sure.
1: uh. And then Cooper Cup, um, of course, he's he's your big player. He had just a, a monster year. Dak was pretty solid. You know, he kind of he he had a lull there in the middle of the year. Um, yeah, he, he got in,
0: he got injured or something, and he wasn't hadn't doing so well. But he came the through route. against Brent. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> way to keep throwing that in there. I'm well, it's funny. It.
0: <laughs> Every time I run into wasps in uh, Sioux Falls or at work, I bring up fantasy football and he just starts scowling and he's still grumpy about it too.
1: Yeah. There's, there was a lot of grumpy people about you winning it here in here. Uh, and so I, I'm going to be why honest is with you that? I, I wasn't as grumpy. Why,
0: why is it? Help me understand that Connell. What have I done to them?
1: I think, I think there's a, a growing sense among your friends that you just win everything. Whether it's poker, whether it's now golf, now you've taken that away from us. Now and now fancy football. And it's like, man, all you do is is just gather up do W's di- against us. Against due, your diligence,
0: due diligence and hard work. I mean, between the sheets, there's a ton of skill in that. <laughs> Just just ask keepers.
1: <laughs> oh, shoot. Well, hey, well, congratulations on your win. We'll, we'll, did you get the email I sent, the results-focused email?
0: No. When did you send it?
1: I sent it a little bit ago, about a half hour ago. Um, All right, here
0: it is. I got it.
1: Okay. We'll, we'll go through some of the, the draft day Goodbyes and badbyes, um, but before we get into that, what what do you think of the big news of the day?
0: I don't even know what I. Oh, I do know the big news of the day. I'm uh, pretty, I was told.
1: I was told I could say it on the podcast.
0: Yep. Yeah, no, it's it's a big big day for the uh, Wastner household and uh, Dord College, and yeah, pretty excited for the Wasners and I, I think. It's, be a great addition for Dort and a new chapter. Uh, so that's super excited.
1: Yeah, that is that is exciting. So, for those of you that don't know, Brian and Darcy are heading back to Northwest Iowa. Uh, Darcy is going to be the new head volleyball coach at Dort. Um, so yeah, we're we're happy for her, happy for them as a family. Um, we've already had league talks about realignment, and so. Next year, you and Wass are going to be in your own division, play each other 14 times, and then neither of you can make the playoffs. saw so as that sound
0: <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>
1: uh, no, but that was pretty big news.
0: Yeah no, that's um,
1: cool. I think it's I think it was officially announced on their website here a little bit ago, a couple hours ago, maybe.
0: Yeah, um, Jordan, my wife sent me a text of it, so it must be out. Did you talk to Brian yesterday?
1: Did he did he bring it up at all or not?
0: Uh, he called me at noon today. He had let me know just because of work and stuff. I don't know, whenever she applied, but yeah. So I just found out at noon that it was official, so.
1: Yeah, that's going to be leave a giant crevice at Sioux Falls Christian as far as yep. the volleyball program, and there's a – number of things we're going to miss in Sioux Falls with both of them and their kids and um but we're happy for them and hey if we can make Northwest Iowa work with you and Jody we can make it work with Brian and Darcy too so
0: honestly you're making this sound like a different world I'm pretty sure we moved and life
1: is okay yeah I I think I think we're going to be all right but yeah that's that's big news um I heard you went to the Dominican here recently.
0: I did. Just got back on Tuesday night.
1: How was that? It was a ton How of fun. Did, I... did you uh did you blow kisses to Love Covenant and Super Tramp across the ocean or the Gulf there? I think they were in Cabo this week.
0: Yeah, they were. We did. We were texting back and forth some, so well. Ways away, but yeah, no, it was a good time, good trips, lots of scenery. The uh, the beer and the wine don't quite have the alcohol content, so you gotta go more to shots and whiskey. But it's okay, it oh,
1: works. It's a,
0: where we're going with this? Yeah, you So, so what, part
1: of the, what So you're in the Dominican. So what? Uh, what resort did you guys go to?
0: Uh, the Royalton Bavaro there, Punta Cana. Oh, Punta Cana.
1: Did you guys go with us when we were there? I can't remember how many years ago.
0: No, you didn't invite us. Oh, I'm sure that was the case. (laughs) Come on. No, this is the first time Um, we'd ever been there. Five other couples. So we had 12 people. Yeah, it was a ton of fun. Oh, that's good.
1: That is good. And then Super Bowl Sunday this weekend. Got any rooting interest? Have you been watching the games at all?
0: I have been. Yeah. You know, I, I'd like to see the Rams do it. NFC guy. And yeah, I wouldn't mind my Cooper cup getting a win and yeah, I would like to see Stafford get something too. So.
1: I'm I'm kind of rooting for the Rams too, but it's, it's out of strict uh, jealousy and Jade, Jade, you know, being jaded about uh, another new team winning it before the Vikings. So I don't want the Bengals (laughs) to win it. Um, Especially Joe Burrow in his second year. He's so good. Oh, I yeah. like watching him play. He he's tough not to root for. Yep. No, I agree. just he he's kind of a baller. Jamar Chase is a stud, and but yeah, I'm secretly rooting for uh, the Rams and Stafford and and Cooper Cup and the Vikings next as head coach Kevin O'Connell. There you go. See, I always tell you O'Connell will be coaching the Vikings. <laughs> Lord help us. So. Yeah, dreams do come be, become realities here with that.
0: Yeah, are you related to them at all? Oh, yeah, distantly. <laughs> Abraham?
1: <laughs> we, go, we go way back, Kevin and I. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Funny. Yeah, I, I talked about the Vikings in the opening segment, so we don't have to hash over the Vikings.
0: Yeah, it's funny, Connell. You uh, you talk about the Vikings. So I had Jaya, my oldest daughter, listen to, I don't know, a couple pack podcasts ago we were driving down. She just couldn't believe how uh, upset and mortified you were and the passion with which you spoke about both the Vikings and the Hawkeyes. And she goes, I don't know. He sounds really depressed. I'm like, no, that's just Connell. He takes that stuff hard. He'll be okay. But – she just couldn't believe how much emotion you had into it. It was, it was pretty entertaining. She wanted to hear the next podcast just to see if you had recovered
1: a little. Well, it's, uh, I, I get told quite a bit to, to show more emotion. And, uh, there's, if there's two teams that can bring out my emotion, it's the Vikings football and Hawkeyes football, the, the good, the bad, the angry,
0: yeah, who's They're telling?
1: Who's,
0: who's telling you to show more emotion? Is that Davey in the bedroom or what? <laughs>
1: oh god! Here we go. <laughs> You're welcome, Davey. And with that, I'm cracking open a Coors Light. <laughs> this this podcast is brought to you by Coors Light, the the mountain of beers. Love it. Um, so let's let's get into let's get into your team a little bit. Okay, so pop open that email with yep. goodbye or the the draft results. I'm, I, I haven't I haven't even looked at this. I just sent it your way. Just wanted to talk through some things. Oh, let's go down to Bergie's boys. There's Bert's bunch. All right, Bergie's boys. So it looks like it it went in order of when you bought guys so the first guy you bought was saquon barkley 60 bucks probably didn't quite turn out the way you'd hope for 60 bucks
0: no not really
1: i i I didn't really follow saquon or the giants very much this year did he was he hurt or did he play or was he just not good
0: all of the above he uh he played he did okay then I think he got hurt and it just didn't uh, just didn't pan out for him it, and they just weren't that
1: good either and so yeah you know but before I get to the rest of your team which is just excellent buys across the board uh Calvin Ridley 46 bucks when did he when did he step away
0: it was early, wasn't it? Yeah, was it record? it was. I don't remember when, but I it, it there was, I don't recall doing a lot with him at all, so
1: but you're going into the season at least what your money was telling you was is that you're going to rely on Ridley and Barkley yep. to carry the team. Yep. Well,
0: and I feel like Cooper Cup might have been like a silent bid potentially i don't remember for sure and i feel like you might be right on cooper cup i feel like i overpaid on him like i got him by five or six bucks and i was feeling like oh crap i messed that one up but i don't think i did
1: 25 bucks for cooper cup i mean that is a, a steal for as much production as that guy gave you this year um he he at times i thought just carried your team you know DeAndre Swift for twenty six bucks ended up being a really good running back for that price. Yep, he did. You know running backs get really spendy, um, but I thought he was pretty solid. I think he was hurt a little bit in the middle of the, to end of the season, but mm-hmm. uh, that was a huge pickup. Dak for eleven. I mean that's a great buy. Mark Andrews for ten. Oh man, that makes me sick. <laughs> It was it was worth the ten bucks just to beat me twice with him.
0: hundred percent.
1: Oh I can't believe you got him for ten. What well and I guys? had Gronk on there
0: too, but I ended up dropping Gronk because I don't know if he got hurt or something. Oh, that's
1: right. You had you got Gronk for a buck. Yeah, because I was James, going in between. James Conner for two. a buck. Yeah. Yep. So just a lot James Conner ended up being a really good. Did you, you, did you have him all year, or did you ever drop him?
0: I uh, had him really close to the end. I might have dropped him. Well, that, that was the game against Brent, so I probably had him all year until maybe until the last game or the championship. I was going to say, you I, don't think you,
1: I don't think you ever dropped him and re-picked him up. I think you just had him on your roster all year. Nope. And that's – oh, man, that's huge. When you get a guy like that, you know, who's – he had some really good games, but he was just solid. But like, he had just a touchdown, like, every game it felt like.
0: Yeah, no, he yeah.
1: was. Well, and then he's Alexander, every, oh, go ahead. He's he's everything uh, Super Champ wished he was last year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what are you gonna say about Alexander Madison?
0: Well, and so I picked him up, just thinking the freaking Let's Cook would get hurt, and he did. And then once he got better, I dropped him again. But then I think Cook got hurt again, and I was like, crap, I wish I had kept him. But, you know, it was what it was. I was sitting – I must have picked up some other people because I had decent running backs I felt like all year long.
1: Yeah, I felt like you did too. Did you uh, – I know I know you joke about not having strategy going into it, but I, I know you do. What? What, what kind of – what kind of thinking did you have? Do you even remember what you had going into the draft strategy-wise? Or
0: I have the same strategy every year, but I don't
1: kiss and tell, pal. Oh, okay. I guess that's how we're going to be on the podcast yep. today.
0: Yep. No, like, well, yeah. I, I legit have a strategy, but I remember a few folks early on in these podcasts uh, not liking uh, how I approach this uh draft in my strategy so <laughs> i think we're just going to leave that alone i think wasner specifically was uh ripping on my strategies at the draft and assuming i just bid people up but i can tell you there's much more to it so i i think long and hard about my strategies here and i think horse basically said, "I just feel like I have a good time. <laughs> I'm happy-go-lucky, and I'd like to think I'm that way too." So I'm not sure what Wass sees compared to the Horse, but no, yeah, it's fun.
1: Well, now you're you're a two-time champion, and yeah. you're. I think you're on the. I think Was. I think he's won three, but now you're right on the doorstep of that. I mean, you, you could be as little as a year away from getting that third. I think he's feeling some pressure. Yeah, I think he is too. He that, that mantle of being the the best of the best. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to change my uh, team
0: name to Top Gun.
1: Yeah, meanwhile the plaque for the alternates like Brett Vandegreen is in the in the ladies' room, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awesome. Uh,
1: I, I gotta dig on him too. I mean you go to D- the Dominican, he's in Kabul. Meanwhile, I'm at church on Wednesday with my daughters on Daughter Olympics Day and all of a sudden I pick up a third daughter named Peyton Vandegreen. So now I've got three daughters I'm trying to do Olympics with and my buddy's in Cabo without me.
0: Yeah. It pays to have good friends. I don't know what to tell you.
1: (laughs) Oh, shoot. Um, Looking through the list a little bit more. We can start from the top of that that waiver wire list just a little bit and I'll let you go. I won't keep you too long here today. No, we're good.
0: Um you just know I'm gonna at, have a ton of value to add talking about people
1: individually. So right looking at my my team I really liked my team this year but there's some there were some bad bad picks. Ezekiel Elliott for 52 dollars was not worth it at all. He was – yeah. I mean, he, he had a couple good games early on, but
0: – But why was that? You wouldn't have assumed that going into the year based on the year before.
1: Like, Tony Pollard took away a lot of carries from him. So, they kind of went into the season with this, like, two-headed monster that I didn't know about. and But he, he, he played the whole year. He played every game. The Cowboys mm-hmm. just – from a run game standpoint actually from an offensive standpoint week six until that philadelphia game in the playoffs they were just kind of average offensively to below average they they wouldn't score touchdowns they were just kind of winning games with defense um as luke knows because luke had the cowboys defense there and that That carried him to the championship, in my mind, was the Cowboys. Yeah, I would agree. He did well. But but offensively, like, you know, Dak and CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper and Zeke, like, those guys really didn't do much. I mean, Dak was consistent, you know, and and pretty solid. You know, and then he had that huge game against Philadelphia. But um, Zeke was just, I don't know, he was just a butt. All year, you know, getting Mike Evans for 29 bucks I thought was was good. He he's one of those guys who had a touchdown every game, it felt like from Brady. You know, I I didn't want him either, but I got him. David Montgomery, I didn't want, but he was he was an okay running back for 28 bucks. You know, Kyle Pitts, he he didn't score any touchdowns. You know, yardage-wise he was okay, but Man, if you're going to have a tight end, you need touchdowns like Andrews for crying out well,
0: loud. Yeah, seems to work out okay.
1: <laughs> you know, Russell Wilson for 12 bucks, you know, being my only quarterback, um, that hurt me because he got hurt right in the early part of the season. I don't even know who my quarterback was. Oh, I had Lamar Jacks at the end, who is the worst quarterback in the world to own, by the way. Keenan Allen, I 30 bucks. I liked him for 30. Um OBJ I got for seven, but that's when he was with Cleveland, so I dropped him. Um, Debo Samuel for a buck. That's that was a win. That I, I wanted going into this draft, I wanted uh Ayuk. I think it's Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. He's 49ers. That was the receiver I wanted from them. So I just I kind of took a flyer on him and man, he he carried me some weeks. Just he was a stud. Yeah, for sure. You know, for, from my standpoint, you know, my team faltered because of not having a, a starting quarterback that I could count on, which, you know, a guy like Dak, you, you could just count on every week that he was playing. No, you know, I, I, didn't, I... Go ahead. I didn't have a tight end like you had, or like the good teams have. <laughs> And then, and then Zeke just absolutely—he just—he destroy- destroyed my team. He's—he's a, he's a cancer of my team. I blame Zeke for all my losses.
0: You—you you talk about having a good quarterback. I think the uh, first championship I won was a year I had all those Saints players, and Drew Brees went off every single game. I'm pretty sure I beat Brent that year too at some point in the playoffs. I don't remember exactly
1: when, but oh yeah, you had all those—you know—a lot of Saints on that team, didn't you?
0: Yeah, I was stacked with Saints that year and that's how I won that first championship and uh, having a consistent quarterback in our league with those points is a big deal. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, and you, you look at Keeper's team. Let's see. You know, he's 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 starting to get well known for just spending his money on three just top tier <laughs> guys. And then Starting? Oh, right. Okay. So maybe that's just well known. So he spent his money on Diggs for 48 bucks. You know, Diggs was Diggs was good, but he didn't have a lot of touchdowns this year. So he was kind of a hard guy to just totally commit to. Mahomes, who was good, but not $52 quarterback good. You right. Know, he was he was kind of inconsistent all year. And then Camara. I, I don't even he was hurt too for part of the year. Though 64 bucks on Camara, and that's just. That's tough. Nineteen bucks. You know the the remaining twenty bucks he had to spend on somebody. He spent on Kareem Hunt.
0: Yeah, you know, he needs but, to uh,
1: try.
0: He needs to try a little harder this next year's draft. This was not good.
1: Yeah, I see he got T Higgins for six bucks, which is probably good. But looking at the rest of his roster, it's pretty rough. Yeah, and, I,
0: uh, I, he needs to rethink his strategy. I think.
1: And and I think part of it is. Is that with the the change to the waiver wire where you bid on guys? Um, I think that threw him for a loop because in the past, if you were bad early, you could just get the top pick in the waiver wire every week, right? And, and kind of build your team that way. Um, which which he he has, you know, he do, he does a lot. Of, he puts a lot of effort into it. I well, mean, we all do, Steve. I, I know. I know you do, Bertie. <laughs> and so he, you know, from a week-by-week week basis, he's 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 trying to figure out who to pick up and who to drop. And so changing to that uh, that auction waiver wire really, I think, threw him for a loop. What would you think of that, by the way? What would you think of the auction waiver wire? You
0: know, was? I actually kind of liked it. So I, I liked it being able to, if I had somebody get hurt and I need to go get somebody – I liked it a lot. So, who did you uh, who did you spend your money on? I don't ever remember, but I know once, twice, maybe even three times, I went and got somebody I thought I needed. So, but it was even like you could jump yourself up. Like if you need a defense or something, spending a couple bucks on a defense, you could usually get who you wanted to, just because we play with a lot of Dutchmen and they don't spend money on stuff. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it was- it's either it's either one extreme or the other. You're either like Brent and, and myself, we spent 198 bucks on the bears backup running back <laughs> or, uh, or there were some guys who didn't spend anything. Uh huh. So yeah, it was that, that, I think, I thought that brought out a lot of, uh, interesting twist to the, the whole deal. But, yeah, keepers with his strategy, he may have to rethink. Well, personally, he can keep doing it. It won't bother me. But... Yeah. Burt's bunch team, he changed his strategy a little bit in my mind this year. He spent a little bit more money early. Justin Jefferson for 37 bucks. I think that was a good deal. I mean. Yeah. You know, where, where he got kind of stuck this year was he spent – 52 on Antonio Gibson, 46 on Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, 21 on Chase Edmonds, 11 on Jared. You know, his guys just simply didn't pan out. And there were some guys I was I was high on going into the season. I was high on Antonio Gibson. I think a lot of people were. They thought he was going to be a good running back for the Redskins and, or not the Redskins, the Commanders. Jerry Judy, I thought was going to be good. Ayuk, I thought was going to be good, and they just they just didn't pan out. And then his quarterback was Kirk Cousins, and we don't <laughs> even talk about that. <laughs> I, is that is that a bad buy of the year when you get Kirk Cousins for a dollar?
0: It's not I'm a good omen. We'll say that.
1: Yeah. Lucky Lukey. Kelsey for fifty one bucks. Robert Woods for thirty one. He got hurt early, I think. Because I don't think – he's not even playing, right, for the Rams right now? I don't know. I, don't, I think they picked up OBJ because Robert Woods got – I think he tore his ACL or something like that. Tom Brady for nine bucks, man, that just, he just carried his team. Mm-hmm. 44-year-old Tom Brady, he was huge all year. You know, he could OB... use Chris Godwin at the end of the year. And then uh, Javante Williams, do you know that name at all? He's that rookie running back from the Broncos. Oh. And he's actually flashing on a lot of early, like, top 10 lists for players to draft next year. Like, if you're in a a snake league, a snake draft or whatever. I'm sure he'll pop up in your, your research over the summer.
0: Yeah, I usually start about May first, so I'll get there. You uh, when do you start sessions? Oh, that that's usually first of June. First of June, you
1: start your film study.
0: Yeah, then July we start doing mock drafts.
1: Oh man. The sarcasm raining from this podcast is just—it's—it's it's thicker than. Not.
0: You guys believe what you want. All I know is I won.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> do we? Do we even? Do we even have? Do we even get into Love Covenants roster? Man. Josh Allen, 36 bucks. DK Metcalf, 41. He had kind of a rough year. I thought DK Metcalf wasn't very great. Yeah, he didn't pay an out. Tyreek Kill for 62. I think I think that's a lot of money, but
0: he's worth it.
1: He's worth it. Thielen for 27. He he was all right. Damien Harry where uh, what what really surprised me where, where Love Covenant really made his mark on his team that I didn't think was going to happen was his running backs. I was really critical of his running back situation early in the season. But to end the season with Damien Harris, Leonard Fournette, and uh, he spent a lot of money in that Elijah Mitchell from San Francisco. Mm -hmm. He had one of the better running back situations in the league by the end of the year. Yeah, Fournette was actually ended up being really good.
0: Right. Yep.
1: And, and Mitchell well, and, and, and Damian Harris were good too, but
0: no, he, I mean, he had a solid team. He really did. He could have easily should have probably won the thing,
1: you know, DK Metcalf hurt him. I thought, cause he's, he's like one of those guys you kind of have to keep and you kind of have to keep starting, but he never really just, he never really did anything.
0: Uh, your hands get caught on guys like that. You think like, they're going like, to break uh, out of it. They never do.
1: Like Zeke or Saquon Barkley. Yep. You know, you just got to keep starting them every week because if you don't, you know, it's going to be the game where they go off. Right. And then, and then they never go off. But love coming ahead, a Solid team. Good for third place. bronze medal. Yep. If he, if he tries a little harder, he'll get there next year. I think he will too. You just got to try harder. Yep, just try he's, harder. He's gotta, <laughs> he's gotta stay in South Dakota more often than what he does. Yeah. I just good luck dedicate him. his good time to, him. dedicate his time to film study like you do.
0: Yeah, you know, I, if anybody wants to tag along, I'd do some training in the off season with them. There you go. About twelve ounce curls, one at a time.
1: <laughs> Come out to the river, right? Yeah. Where the offseason is.
0: <laughs> oh geez.
1: Bel uh, Grande's squad. He he everybody was high in his squad going into the season. He had Derek Henry, Christian McCaffrey, C.D. Lamb, Tyler Lockett. Uh, and he had Matt Stafford at quarterback for four bucks.
0: DJ he was Moore.
1: Thin. He was he was just he had Jalen Waddell on his team that he got for a buck. Um Zach Ertz was on his squad. I don't know if he ended with Zach Ertz, but he had Zach Ertz on his squad. I mean, he was loaded, and then losing McCaffrey and Henry. Um, I think he always had one or the other, but he never really had both of them going at the same time, and that just that just killed him. Mm-hmm. And so, and I, I mean, that's what happens when you, I guess, put all your capital into a couple guys. But I, I liked his, I liked his approach, and I liked his strategy. It just didn't, it didn't work out. But I easily could have seen that working out for him.
0: Yeah, I mean, if if you told me like here's all the different teams, pick one that you want to start the season with. This is probably the one I would have picked. Yeah, but that's why we play the games, fellas.
1: Wasn't it crazy? Was was it the last week or the second last week of the season? We were all like seven and six or six and seven or something like that. Six and seven, I think.
0: Yeah, it was. Everybody was right there.
1: I think you might have had eight wins at that point. I'm sure I did. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, we we were all like within a game of each other.
0: Yeah, we've never had a league as close in records the whole way through as we did this year.
1: No, it was was crazy. Just a few more teams to get through, then I'll let you go. No worries. Super Tramp. Kyler Murray for 31, Dalvin Cook for 66, Aaron Jones for 50, Allen Robinson for 26. Allen Robinson, that uh, that was he he was nothing this year. That killed Super Champs' team. That was his number one receiver going into the season. Aaron Jones and Dalvin Cook, he spent a lot of money on. Um, Kyler Murray, he spent a lot of money on, but they were – I mean, to get players like that, I mean, you have to spend some cash. You know, Corey Davis for a buck ended up being okay until he got hurt. But he mm-hmm. just didn't hit on any of his – you got to hit on at least one of those $1, you know, single-digit dollar-type players.
0: That or all your big ones got to pay off. Right. Like, you
1: can't have
0: – yeah, it's one or the other.
1: Uh Horst. Darren Waller for 36, Nick Chubb for 51, Lamar Jackson for 31, Chris Carson for 26, Gus Edwards. <laughs> oh, man, 18 bucks for Gus. And then he got hurt like that week after our draft, didn't he? I think so. I, don't I think he was. Deontay Johnson for 22, I think that's a good buy. He was, he was a solid player. Deontay for 22, Chubb for 51. I think Darren Waller for 36 was even a good buy at times. Um, Lamar Jackson, I, I made the trade with, with Tim. Um, did that work out
0: for you? I don't remember how that
1: went it, down. It did not work out for me. I lost, I think, every game after that trade. Oh, no. I was, I was, I was sitting in a good spot. I, I missed the playoffs again. He. Talk about a, a hope and dream crusher of fantasy football teams. Like, every week, all the experts. I'm saying experts in quotation marks would say Lamar Jackson would be the highest scoring quarterback of the week. And every week he would do absolutely nothing. Like he stopped running.
0: Well, that's because he was thrown to Andrews.
1: Yeah. That, that's the only guy he ever threw to, too. He it was. have like one or two touchdown passes a, a week, maybe mm-hmm. on the good weeks, on the weeks he played and they'd all be to Andrews. So I, Lamar Jackson, I hate him. <laughs> oh, get this. Terhorst drafted Jamar Chase for $3. Pretty late in the draft. Yeah. I'd say that one worked out for him, didn't it? I think so. Did, did he make the playoffs? Did Terhorst make the playoffs? I, think I did, don't remember.
0: He? I say, uh, did he make it?
1: I think he did. All right. Talk about it, here's the team The next team coming up is the, the team that uh, I thought was going to make the, the run And that's the Massacre, Who had uh, Jonathan Taylor for 46 Austin Eckler for 46 Terry McLaurin for 30 Aaron Rodgers for 31 Julio Jones for 24 he had a couple of the, oh he had uh he got Mar he got Daryl Henderson for three Marquise Brown for two Michael Pittman for one Joe Burrow for one. He had a squad.
0: Yeah, he did, and he made a run there for a while. Like he was, he was he coming them.
1: He uh, I, I actually not to toot my own horn here, Bergie, but I actually won another league with Jonathan Taylor. Being oh a, yeah, my Belkow. Um, you know, I think where the Masker, Taylor and Eckler were awesome. You know, Rogers and Burl, I thought you could have either one of those guys in. I think he'd be okay. I think he was okay most weeks. I think his receivers were Terry McLaurin for the the commanders for 30 bucks was his number one. And I think people were expecting more out of him. Julio Jones was kind of hurt all year. Juju Smith Schuster didn't really do anything all year. Robert Tanyan got hurt for the his tight end for the Packers got hurt. And then yeah, from a receiver standpoint, he really didn't quite have enough. He didn't have Cooper Cup like you did. Sometimes you just don't have it. Wow, that's well said. This is this is just color commentary. You just can't you can't pay enough money for. Well, I, I we can go through. We got
0: one more team here, two more, a couple more teams. A couple I'll, more I'll, more I'll, more. There, there there's a story from early on in your podcast we got to talk about too. Yeah.
1: Okay. Two point conversion. We'll go through these last couple quickly because they're they're worthless. <laughs> to a point conversion. Jeez. Oh, actually, he was okay. He had Najee Harris for fifty-six. DeAndre Hopkins for fifty-six. He got hurt. James Robinson for thirty-one. Actually, two-point conversion made the playoffs. I know he did. I think he won the division um, at seven and six or seven or eight and six. He had AJ Brown for forty-five. Um, yeah, he had a solid team. Henry Ruggs for a dollar until. Killed that girl in the car crash. <laughs> you know, James Robinson, um, I think was supposed to be a lot better than what he ended up being. But you know, when when I think I think we're uh, two point we ended up getting beat was at quarterback too. Uh, Ryan Tannehill was his starter for most of the year. Matt Ryan was his backup, but yeah, those guys did not pan out this year. You know. And I think the last one here is saved by Odell, who I thought I thought he had a horrible team going in. He won it last year. Speaking of which, I gotta get the trophy from him. So one one more shout out to Saved by Odell for winning being the 2020 champion. Um you know, he ended up having a, a decent team by the end. He Devontae Adams, Joe Mixon, George Kittle. And Kittle was hurt there early in the season. So that's what I think hurt him. But once he got Kittle back, he was good. Justin Herbert for 11 bucks was a good buy at quarterback. Um, he spent my nine bucks on Michael Thomas, who never played this year. He was kind of a—I don't know what's going on with that guy. Raheem Mostert he got for five. He never—I think he played the first two. He got two carries in the first game of the season, then got hurt. So. He had a little bit of bad, bad luck with his squad, but uh, he ended up having a decent – like, everybody had a, uh, an okay team. I mean, everybody was at least six and eight or seven and seven. Right. Um, but, yeah, he uh, – he ended up being all right. I will give all right, you
0: credit. What's... I will give you credit, Connell. I don't know how you remember all these people and all what happened throughout the season. That's an impressive skill. That you have, my man.
1: I, I, don't, I don't know. My parents would call it spending too much time at the library reading football books rather than like <laughs> like actual literature. Yeah, so, well, so what's the story you. you got for? What's the story that you got for us?
0: Well, I'm curious. Do you remember, uh, Connell? Early in the year, I changed my team name.
1: Oh, I do remember that.
0: I feel like that whole podcast and what happened there just kind of went underneath the radar and I, uh, it was kind of a proud moment for me. I just want to really bring it back up and relive it.
1: So for, for those of you that don't remember, and you're going to have to, you're going to have to refresh my memory here Bergie, on this one. Yep. Um, You changed your team name to. Off to grandma. Off to grandma. And you were playing.
0: I don't remember who I was playing, but I lost. And the whole goal was for you to say, Bergie's boys are... It might have
1: been, it might have been Lucky Lukey, actually.
0: Lucky somebody somebody uh, beat off to grandma's.
1: <laughs>
0: and you did it on the podcast. Nice. It was great. But you didn't even notice it in the podcast. I had to I, call I, you up and tell you about it. Uh,
1: I don't think like that. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, you know. The, the league will have to go back into time and find out when Bergie changed his name to Off to Grandma's. And I, it was somewhere in the middle of the season. I thought it was Lucky Lucky, and I said Lucky Lucky beat Off to Grandma's. Yeah. <laughs> it, was to, like, off to gra- it was Off to Grandma. You know,
0: yeah. It was like the second the second podcast, I think, because I lost the first yeah. two weeks or something. But it was entertaining for me, and then I switched it back.
1: Yeah, now the, now the rest of the league can come up with like crappy things to think of changing their team name and I won't even I won't even notice because I'm so challenge. I'm so just into figuring out what to talk about you know what, what my yeah. mind is so in tune with yeah. uh, you know the next thing
0: well challenge accepted I'll see what names I can come up with all right yeah that's great thanks for cool. thanks for regurgitating that one out Yeah, clearly my strategy works. I don't need to adjust that for next year. So that's already done. So we'll just work on that instead.
1: So have you been up to much else this winter? I mean.
0: Uh, Went snowmobiling out to Laramie out in the mountains. That was fun. Oh, you
1: did? Yep. Yep. So it's just some friends or family or?
0: Uh, Team building, interstates.
1: Thanks for inviting me to that team-building exercise. Yep, you're welcome.
0: Um, other than that, that, in Dominican, it's been a pretty low-key, normal normal winter. Nothing too exciting.
1: Did Lots of been kids, sports. What's
0: yeah,
1: that? They've been, doing some, they've been doing some basketball or volleyball or –
0: Yep, both girls did basketball. Now they're both getting into volleyball. Wyatt's done just a little bit of basketball, but yeah, lots of tournaments on the weekends and practices and that type of stuff. So.
1: Wow, that's that's good to hear. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, we've... All four kids are playing basketball. Um, they're getting ready. Austin and Tate are getting ready for baseball. Um. Yeah, there's been there's been nights when all four have played at the exact same time on like a Saturday. So that's been interesting to try to manage. But if, if we're not in a gym, we're at home, you know, watching the Olympics or watching some good football or watching mm-hmm. some I don't know. I don't know if we I've got to do that segment after after we talk. Have you been watching anything good? Has there been anything on TV you guys watch when you have time?
0: Well, Jody doesn't like it, but have you ever watched Narcos?
1: I've heard that's really good. I've so never I it.
0: I got fully in addicted to Narcos, Narcos Mexico, um, all those. Like I can tell you about a lot about anything the drug cartels and all that stuff. Like that stuff was super interesting and fun to watch.
1: So have you watched Ozark yet?
0: No, no, I haven't
1: watched that one. I think if you like Narcos and and I I know I should watch Narcos because I like Ozark, but I think you would like, I think you'd really like Ozark. Yeah. If you like Narcos and that'd be your next one for me to recommend. But yeah, I have to, I have to take in that Narcos stuff. I've heard a lot of people say that's really good.
0: Yeah. And El Chapo and yeah, it's just, it's, So is it like true?
1: Is it like true stories or is it like fictional?
0: No, it's all true. Um, I mean, they, or not animated, but they uh, dramatize it a little bit, I think, but largely it follows history and what happened and what they know about. And so it's, it's pretty true. Wow. Yeah. You wouldn't, it's yeah. You can't even hardly describe it. You just got to watch it. The amount of corruption and, I mean, there's – I don't know which show it was I was watching, but they were flying drugs up from Colombia or Mexico somewhere up to an island just short of Florida where they'd come with boats and then they'd haul in the drugs by boats. But they wouldn't even fly the planes back to Mexico. They just trashed them on the island because they had so much money that it wasn't worth trying to fly them back, the amount of money. Are you serious? Yeah. Yep. That's how much money they were making. At one point, with whichever cartel that was, they didn't even bother to fly the planes back. Oh, I think that might have been the El Chapo one, but wow. Yeah, it's crazy. And I heard, like, they can't keep going on making more right now because there's, it's, like, too recent and there's, like, all this... uh, government uh corruption and some of the people are still in office and so like they kind of had to like stop almost because there's still people in office and i don't know if that's true or not but yeah it's uh, it's insane so that's what i would recommend i spent many hours watching that much to my wife's dismay but that's okay
1: well we have to uh I'm sure the whole podcast is just interested in hearing this us just talk like this, but we have to get together and celebrate a couple of uh, people's 40th birthdays here. True story. Soon. Yep. I'm James and Joyce.
0: Mine's done. We already did Nashville. I know, I, know,
1: I know yours is done. There's a couple other, though, that are here in February. We Tracy to said. Out.
0: Tracy said she'd uh, have a shot with me. Tequila Tracy sounds like she wants to come back out. So oh, I'm just putting
1: that out there. snap. One more. One more. <laughs> yes, let's do it.
0: Mm, tequila Tracy, my favorite Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: shoot. Well, is there anything else, man, before I let you go?
0: I'm good, dude. Appreciate the time. Appreciate all the work you put into the uh, – fantasy football league it is greatly appreciated it's a lot of fun playing with everybody and i just hope you guys try harder next year so it's a little more difficult so
1: yeah this is this is really helping your uh your pr (laughs) your pr case so i do have a i do have a trophy to get to you i've got a bunch of money to get to you um congratulations on winning it. I'll be the, I'll be the first one to congratulate you. <laughs> but hey, no thanks for is. jumping on this afternoon and hope you guys have a good weekend.
0: Yeah, you too. Later. All
1: right. See you, man. Bye. Bye. It's always good talking to Burgie. Um, thanks for jumping on here, grand champion, Burgie's boys. Um, much to the the league's chagrin, but uh it's always good hearing from you and always good chatting with you, man. So thanks for jumping on. Um as far as what I've been watching, the the theme music you probably just heard was from 1883, which is the prequel to Yellowstone. Um I haven't watched the whole I haven't even gotten caught up. I, I've watched the first couple episodes, two, three episodes. Um, pretty good so far. Um, Tim McGraw, Faith Hill, Sam Elliott. Um, yeah, it's, it's, if you like Yellowstone, you'll like 1883 and kind of the, the story leading up to Yellowstone and and the timeline that it's on right now. So, um, that's a pretty good show. Also finished season four of Ozark, or at least the first half of season four. The second half of season four isn't coming out until later this year, um, actually rewatched all three seasons before leading up to season four here in in January. Um, That show is just excellent. If you haven't gotten a chance to see Ozark, I I highly recommend it. I know Bergie was talking about Narcos in our uh, conversation a little bit ago. Um, So I definitely recommend Ozark. If you like those types of shows, Narcos, Breaking Bad, kind of maybe a, a darker drama type show. Um, but very good. I highly recommend Ozark. Uh, I've been watching a, sh- a new show from Apple TV Plus called Suspicion. Um, it's from the makers of The Americans and Homeland, another good show. There's only been two or three episodes of that so far. So, uh, um, yeah, just just kind of getting started with that one a little bit. Uh, watching The Amazing Race as well. Um, trying to think what else i feel like i've been watching something else too oh we've been watching a little bit of abbott elementary and american auto which is a couple new shows from nbc a couple new sitcoms which uh, oddly enough there's just there's not a lot of sitcoms anymore it feels like um so i've been taking those those shows in. i'm trying to think from a movie standpoint what i've been watching i feel like i've seen a couple good movies here lately too i know i saw eternals um on Disney Plus that was okay I I wasn't I wasn't huge into the Eternals movie Um, let's see sorry I know everybody just loves to hear the 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 dead air let me put it that way uh Dune I think I talked about that one a while ago Ghostbusters Afterlife I saw that with the boys, I think, early on in January. I don't know if I talked about that. That was that was pretty good. Um, Sing 2, I watched that with the girls. I thought that was good. The new Spider-Man, which I think I've talked about before, that was really good. Um, so, yeah, those are the kind of shows and movies I've been watching lately. Righteous Gemstones, that's a HBO show with uh, Danny McBride. Um, I don't know if I'd recommend it, but it's kind of entertaining anyway. Letter Kenny that's the other show I was thinking of I've been watching that on Hulu Um, I love me some letter Kenny and then station 11 Um, I I know I talked about that before our last episode i finished that up here in January that's that was a really good show I really like station 11 I I believe that's an HBO max show um, based on a a book that I read a couple years ago but uh, highly recommend station 11 if you get a chance so that's I've been watching um thanks again for jumping on I, I i think i talked we talked a little bit about the super bowl um yeah i'm I'm kind of secretly rooting for the rams um i just i'm not ready for a new team to win it yet um so i'm kind of cheering for the rams hoping that works out for them and stafford and, and cup and those guys um hope everybody stays safe and stays warm um get through this last little part of winter and into spring I'll make sure to get out the, the league finances and the the winnings here. Hopefully, if not with this podcast and this email, shortly after. So um, I may try to get the podcast out here first, and then I'll get the finances out shortly after sometime this weekend. Um, but thanks, everybody, for the good season, the great season it was. Um, congratulations again to Burgess Boys for winning it. And, uh, yeah, we'll we'll have some episodes hopefully leading up to week one next year. Um I know I want to talk a little bit about players um to keep an eye on players after the draft um things like that so I'll make sure to check in here at least a couple times before the week 1 of 2022 so with that have a good uh good Super Bowl Sunday good weekend and we will talk to y'all later see ya